So, um, I recently read a book called um, Little Meerkat's Big Panic, which was written by <coughs> a very clever friend of mine called Jane Evans, who I've known for a very long time. She um, childminded my daughter Grace when she was very young and uh, did the school runs for me, and then just became went on to just be this phenomenal, you know, person that stands up for um, looking at things differently and has really kind of challenged most beliefs on, you know, how we deal with children in their formative years and how that shapes them into being adults. Um, and, you know, she's been on TED, she's been on telly, she's um, she's really quite, quite something special, really. Um, and she helps people all the time. But um, another book that she wrote was called How Are You Feeling Today, Baby Bear? And it's exploring big feelings after living in a stormy house. And given that we've all been through quite a turbulent year and quite a challenge for all of us, I'd really rather like to share it with you because um, quite a lot of people said that the Little Meerkat's big challenge um, was really quite useful. So... Here goes. How are you feeling today, baby bear? Written by Jane Evans. And the book is dedicated to her son, Josh, and the children, parents and carers she's been fortunate enough to know and to work with, as they've all taught me so much. Dear child, this story about baby bear is for you and for all the children who have had difficult things happening at home with the grown-ups they live with. Baby Bear has some really big feelings about the fighting and shouting between the grown-up bears and they need some help to get these feelings out. I hope this story will help you to find names for the big feelings you might have too so that, like Baby Bear, you can have more sunshiny good feelings and less rainy stormy ones. With love from Jane. Once upon a time, there were two big bears and a baby bear. They all lived together in a house in the woods. There's some wonderful illustrations in this book, by the way. The baby bear loved to chase butterflies, to make mud pies and to go to nursery. This filled baby bear's tummy full of sunshine. How do you think baby bear is feeling today? Excited, worried, happy, tired or something else? One night, baby bear was asleep with Teddy the teddy bear. When some big sounds woke baby bear up, it sounded like a storm was happening downstairs, so Baby Bear kept very still and hoped that the storm would soon stop. How do you think Baby Bear is feeling now? Curious? Scared? Tired? Worried? Or something else? In the morning when Baby Bear came downstairs, everything looked wobbly and messy. One of Big Bears looked sad, and the other Big Bear said nothing and went out. After this, on some nights, there were no downstairs storms, but on other nights, there were, with crashes, bangs, whooshes, and sounds like the howling wind. Baby Bear found it hard to sleep. Then one day, one of the big bears left the house for good. Baby Bear stayed living there with the other big bear, and there were no more downstairs storms at night. Baby Bear did miss the big gone away bear, but not the scary downstairs storms and sad faces. The next day at nursery, another bear took Baby Bear's drink. 
mine, shouted Baby Bear, snatching drink back and hurting the other bear. They both began to cry, so one nursery bear took care of the hurt bear and another took care of the baby bear. How do you think the bears are feeling? Sad? Worried? Excited? Frightened? Or something else? Goodness, baby bear, are you okay? asked nursery bear. You seem to have some big feelings today. I wonder what they could be. With help from Nursery Bear, they talked about how Baby Bear was full of grey, rainy feelings on the inside and how these were to do with the downstairs storms and sad faces that had been keeping Baby Bear awake at night. Nursery Bear listened and said it was time to talk with some other big bears to work out how to help things make better for Baby Bear. After that, Baby Bear still had days with grey, rainy feelings inside. Sometimes the rain leaked out and ran down Baby Bear's fur, making it all wet and soggy. On other days, Baby Bear would feel the tummy sunshine come out. When the nursery bears asked, How are you feeling today, Baby Bear? After thinking for a bit, Baby Bear would say, A bit rainy today, or the tummy sunshine is out. So now Baby Bear finds words for feelings and has more sunny, happy feelings and fewer rainy, sad ones. How about you? How are you feeling today? And then it goes on for another page to um, with lots of bears with lots of little faces like sad, anxious, crying, worried, silly, cross. And it says, please feel free to photocopy this page to carry with you to your children's preschool or anyone else to use them. Obviously copyrighted by Jane. So the guide to using this baby bear's story really is... When children are repeatedly scared at home, especially in their early years, they, they form memories of the frightening sounds, smells, sights and even touches. And these memories stay in their brains and bodies and are known as implicit memories, which are not to be made sense of by any young child. So using this book might help a child give the words to describe the big feelings they have so that memories can become more explicit and outside of them and more comfortable to live with as a result. And I think the reason I'm sharing this with you is because, um, as a child, um, there was a level of, you know, should we say colouring in my, in my upbringing, my life changes and, um, you know, people coming and going, etc. And, um, you know, a lot of that resonates with not really understanding how to kind of express myself so you know after many years of you know turbulent relationships myself perhaps and you know understanding how I behave um I'm finally at a place where I feel like I can express that um and also not take responsibility for you know that level of um confusion that was inflicted on me at the time that I didn't really understand how to express um so I'm able to forgive myself as a child for any action out that I did or, you know, etc. But um, the book then goes on to say page by page guide to using the baby bear story. So, so for example, um, page one. This is available on all good websites. Um, so page one. Just flip to it. Once upon a time there were two big bears and a baby bear. Oh no, page one, dear child, the story about baby bear is all for you. 
his view of the children who you've grown up with in difficult times at home. So at the back of the book, it then goes on to describe page one. It is helpful to let your child tell you about where they lived and who they lived with, as this may have been in a variety of homes, including a safe house and with different people. So page two is looking at what baby bear likes may act as a reminder of what the child had to leave behind their preschool or nursery, toys, pets, people, the abusive or scary parent. It's good to listen and not assume to know how they feel about this as they may have a mixture of feelings. Page three, gently exploring how baby bear might be feeling by looking at baby bear's expression. Be guided by the child's suggestions and encourage them to think about what might have helped baby bear, i.e. the noise is stopping or telling someone how they felt or actually being able to fall asleep. Page four. A child may or may not have seen chaos and upset the next day, as it could have been all cleared away and everyone may have acted as though everything was fine. This could have been confusing for them, so they may respond to this page in a variety of ways, i.e. coming downstairs and seeing the confusion or not understanding, you know, parents' reactions towards each other. Jane goes on to say, be careful not to assume that they felt upset the bear who is seen leaving, as a child may interpret the bears in different ways. For example, the crying bear at the table could actually be the scary bear saying how sorry they are and the bear leaving the house might be the other bear just going off to work. Page five, discussing feelings around sleeping and bedtimes. Often the scariest sounding things will have happened at night when the child was alone in bed, left to imagine the worst, so they may be frightened, anxious and reluctant to sleep alone. What do they think might help now? Page six. Together, think about what can happen when a child has too many big feelings and worries. Don't focus on bad behaviour or what baby bear has done. Instead, look what baby bear could do differently next time. Someone snatches things away. And there are big feelings for all concerned. So, page seven. Encouraging the child to think about the feelings of both the bears involved. This will help them develop the ability to care about and understand their emotions and the emotion of others. Often a child growing up with a difficult behaviour from the grown-ups in their home will not get this kind of input or the opportunity and therefore may lack the ability to understand their own and others' feelings. Page 8. It is important not to assume that baby bear feels relieved or glad when the scary bear leaves. Baby bear may feel sad because they loved big gone away bear and had some positive times with him too so they may experience a whole mixture of feelings page 9 and 10 it's time to discuss the range of feelings we all have and how they can change throughout the day we rarely feel just one feeling at a time and we all need ways of moving on from uncomfortable feelings by learning to recognize and name them and in page 10 as i said is a photocopy as a feelings guide for when words can't be found or to discuss something which has happened keeping several copies around so it's easy to find and use throughout the day, either at home or at preschool. Um, and then, truly wonderful, it's a, it goes on to activities and games to encourage children to explore and learn about feelings. Um, and it's this feelings Jenga. Um, so a parent I was lucky enough to work with gave me this idea, so a big thank you to her. And it's an inexpensive Jenga type game, sticky labels, small figures, papers and pens. So using an inexpensive Jenga game, which can be found in a range of shops, on some of the bricks draw a face with a feeling on it, and or write the word for it too. Um, when someone pulls out a block with an emotion on it, they can talk about the feelings meaning to them and what it looks like. 
if they enjoy acting things out, encourage this, or have some small figures of animals to use instead, or they may prefer to draw a picture about that particular feeling. Most children love Jenga because it's a fun and easy game. Don't worry, they seem to lose interest quickly. This game can be quite hard as children have to think about feelings which they might find upsetting or difficult. Alternatively, you could put stickers of emotion faces onto plastic building bricks and build something using them. Talking as you build, or you could stick faces on the back of an inexpensive puzzle and talk about them as you make it together. And there's just so many, like, great suggestions here. Paper plate masks, uh, Play-Doh pounding. Uh, most children love Play-Doh and it can be great for calming a child down when you feel they may have a difficult time. After preschool, school or following on from a difficult visit or session with someone, the repetition can be soothing and help them to relax. And it's just, um, it's just wonderful. Um, and she does a, actually use the tune of Here We Go Around the Mulberry Bush as it's one she easily remembers but you can use whichever tune best suits you. So whilst carrying that out the action scene, uh, this is the way we pat the play-doh, pat the play-doh, pat the play-doh. This is the way we pat the play-doh on a cold and frosty morning. Then it goes on to squeezing the play-doh. Then it goes on to rolling the play-doh. And it's the way to stretching the play-doh, pounding the play-doh. And this is where we pat the play-doh. You can change the words and actions to move the child, child's knees and reactions, but try to end it on a soothing note if possible. Don't worry, they don't initially join in as they may need to watch you and just like listening to the singing, which will also have a soothing effect of its own. Um, and the last task is emotion stripes. Some materials required for this are card, pens, an elastic band or a hair elastic. On each child cut strip of card, draw a simple face for emotions they commonly know and a few of you are teaching them. Write the words to them as well. These can go everywhere with them and with you. They can keep them in their school bag, pocket or by their bed so they can find the feelings they have and show you or leave it somewhere for you to see in the morning. You can use yours to show how you're feeling too as a visual cue are important for children. And the side note was, any work about feelings can be very tiring and overwhelming for children who may not feel comfortable or familiar with it, so go at their pace, even if they can only imagine a tiny amount to start with. If possible... Do some physical activity with them afterwards to burn off any stress and give plenty of hugs too. And, you know, I really want to share that with you because um, Jane is, she's a trauma parenting specialist and a freelance trainer. Um, and that book has grown from her experiences working directly with children, young people and parents over many years as a respite foster carer, domestic violence parenting worker, registered childminder as she was to me, and family support worker. Um, she wrote this book in response to feedback from parents, carers and workers who wanted to write a sensitive story to support young children who have grown up around family violence. And um, it's really aimed at it's helping children from age 2 to 6 who have lived with violence at home to begin to, being, begin to explore and name their feelings. Um, and uh, it's a truly wonderful, wonderful book. So um, I urge you to... Um, to buy it and have it on your bookshelf if you have a child because it's um, a fantastic thing to to pull down and illustrate with them um so yeah thank you jane much credit to you and um forever supporting your work you do great great things